0: Everyone, I'm Chris, White. and I'm
1: Stevens Brown,
0: and we are from Tap Pest Control Installation. We want to thank you again for downloading our podcast. We're glad you took the time to listen to us today. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So today we've got the third part of our three-part series. You know, performing an attic restoration, and so today we'll talk about talk about actually you know vacuuming out and sanitizing. Um, you know, we, we we've already prepped, we've already gotten there, we're on site, we're ready to go. So uh, so Chris, why don't you get us started? What's the what's the first First step.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we got like you said, we got the hose run up there. We got the the, the vacuum's gassed up and ready to go. Uh, all the connections are ready. We got the vacuum bag on. So I, I think we let's talk a little bit more. I think we we ended just the, the last um, podcast talking a little about the responsibilities, but I think it's important to talk about again. So. You know the responsibilities. You typically have two people there, and and maybe you can have three, and that'd be good. And Stevens, I know you're going to talk a little bit about the third per the second person in the attic yeah. that can help out. But we have uh, at the end of the hose person, uh, whoever that is. I mean, that's the one who's going to be running that hose up there and and vacuuming all that goodness out of there. So, um, you know, you got to you want to plan that route again. So um this time it's sort of the reverse we talked about attic capping when we were blowing the material in and we want to start at the furthest point well this time we're going to start at the closest point and then we're going to work to the farthest point yep uh simply because you don't want to be walking over especially if you have insulation that's above the joist and you you really don't know where you're walking and that kind of thing so it's safer just to go ahead and start vacuuming from the opening all the way out and then you know, then once that side is clear, if you have another side behind that opening, you go back and do that side as well. And, and that's just going to make it a lot easier, a lot safer. Uh, so you want to plan that out. How are you, where are you going to start? Where are you going to end? Yep. Um, and then, you know, using some different things to help you along the way. I know extension poles, if you're doing loose fill insulation, whether that's uh, a cellulose or a fiberglass, it's a. Uh, it's great to have an extension pole. We have the pickup tubes that are on there as well. A lot of our kits come with those, um, putting that on so you don't have to bend over and you know break your back. It's a. It's a good thing to have on there. Just yeah, or vacuuming everything.
1: Those out. pickup. Those pickup tubes are nice, especially when you get into a corner. You know that where there's maybe less of a pitch and an area to work in. You can keep that. Uh, the pickup wand on there and really push into those corners and then. You know, another tip too, I tell the guys, if you don't have the wand on, you can kind of take the hose, you know, put it in a particular joist and just kind of let it, shove it out, work its way through that joist, you know, and kind of run it back. It's a good way to get some material with half, a lot of material without having to move too much. But you've got another tip for them, uh, and I'm a I'm a huge fan of using this one.
0: What, what, what tip do so I have? The,
1: the, extent, the, the, <laughs> the extension pole, talking about trying to fabricate,
0: Oh, oh, well, yeah, we're, I mean, now you're getting into the fiberglass. bats. Yeah. So if we talk about fiberglass bats now, uh, just so everybody knows with the fiberglass bats, the only way to be able to utilize that is you have the GV230 XL. Yeah. Uh, don't try to do it with the standard uh, GV230, because uh, you will uh, stand a chance of clogging your your fan blades up. But uh, the XL, it'll allow you to do that. So what we do there is a couple things. One, uh, we found the easiest way is to sort of tape the, uh, uh, the inlet of that, of that machine to the, um, to a joist or somewhere, uh, you know, the, a beam coming down and then sort of pick up the fiberglass, cut it into two or three foot sections and then go ahead and, uh, and feed it right into the hose. That way you see what's going in and so forth, because you're not going to have the uh, defender yep. on there. So you want to make sure everything's clean going through. But um, I think the tip you're talking about would be, um, you know, rather than having to walk around that entire attic, uh, get yourself a long pole with a hook on the end yep. of it, and that way you can grab those, uh, you know, those pieces of, of batted fiberglass, hook it, and then just kind of pull it over to yourself so you're not walking around the attic constantly and bringing it over to the yep. hose. It's a great way to do that and limits your, your, you know, exposure to uh, potentially putting your foot through the ceiling uh, <laughs> and other things that can happen. So. Yep yeah that's a that's a great way to do it. I know you've seen that uh on a few jobs already too that guys love, yeah. it, love
1: it. yeah actually that's kind of where I picked it up was from a crew uh won't give them too much credit but uh they were saying oh we've we've been able to we we take a really light extension pole we put kind of like a little hook on it and then it just allows us to kind of yank those bats over you know throw them over to where the hose is and that way we can send them down um but then they actually recently were telling me they when they're doing loose fill removal, um, they, they were able to kind of fabricate a clamp with another extension pole so they can at the same time, you know, e- extend that hose, you know, through that joist to suck up the loose fill and bring it back. And that, that's been pretty successful.
0: So you can actually,
1: I've seen it used both ways.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a good idea too. You get a, you know, usually a long painter's pole or something like that, that you can control yep. um, as, you, as you pull it, you know, as you, as you let it out uh, that way you don't have to walk the entire joist. you can just kind of feed it down the joist. it's so, a that's a great idea yep. too. yeah yeah the as far as the hooks on there, I know a lot of people wonder, well, what are you using for a hook? Uh, I've actually seen a lot if anyone's familiar with fishing, the gas mm-hmm. hooks from from fishing uh, that's a that's a great thing to put on there. They're solid, they're they're strong. they can go right into there and, and pull it uh. You do have to be careful though. Um, you know if there's wires through there, you don't want to just be. Uh, you want to make sure you're just hooking the bat and you're not just being a little crazy with it and just start yanking because then you can start pulling
1: absolutely it's it's not necessarily right a a grip and rip kind of thing you've got to <laughs> you've still got to be careful
0: yeah exactly absolutely yeah you know it's funny you say that because i i kind of look at you know when we're vacuuming out kind of like a demolition project you know it's it's pretty simple you're you're just removing all the bad insulation you know but it's, you know, you're going in, just do it, you
1: know, get it
0: done. And, uh, but you got to be careful. I mean, it's not grab a sledgehammer and knock the wall down. You got to be careful of those load bearing walls. And, you you know, so same thing in an attic. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You're just going to, you're just going to suck that stuff out of there, but you got to be careful. You know, there's, there's other things up there that you need to be aware of HVAC venting, uh, wires, you know, pipes, different things like that. You just got to be a little bit cautious. You you always, Can't just swing that exactly you always
1: want to proceed with kind of the what-if mentality and, and, and be careful and then and then let the work follow in after that it'll it'll save you some heartache no doubt
0: yeah so and then the other guy the other person I should say is at the machine right and they and I mentioned this uh, in the last episode that they have a pretty important yeah. job right I mean they're they're on there they got to make sure that the uh, they're keeping their eye on the bags when they fill up so they can swap those out and shut the machine off, swap it out. And they also got to keep their ears open on the machine. Anything that starts making a funny noise, you know, uh, the, the person up in the attic, just, they could be sucking up, you know, yep. two by fours and that hits a fan blade that causes a problem. Uh, that person down in the, at the machine really has to have their ears open and pay attention because if you, you can, you can usually, um, if something happens to the machine, If you shut it off right away, you can, you can can minimize, you
1: you can save a lot. And I was just going to say, you know, (laughs) the responsibility of the person that's, you know, whether you want to call them the runner or whatnot, that's you know, staying on the vac, constantly monitoring hoses. They have got to be very alert, you know, and they've, and they've got a big responsibility, just like you said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. you know, keep your ears open. They got to, you know, empty that, that defender. If, uh, you know, if it's in use there, you want to make sure you keep that clean. Uh, That's got a simple little pull out shelf on the bottom there. You just pull that out and clean it. You can do that through the process. Um, You also, you know, anything that happens here, that, that person down there is really the the lifeblood of keeping the job going. And
1: plus too, just to switch over to a new, new vac bag, you know, you, you got, you got to be very proactive in your thought process. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, So, I mean, there really isn't a whole lot to it. We we're going to remove all of this insulation and once that's out of there, you know, we've cleaned everything up, then it's a matter of, uh, you know, sanitizing is is an option. I know a lot of, a lot of folks do that. A lot of customers see that up there and it's a good, uh, you know, good part of the sale to go in because you've got feces and urine. And and of course they're going to want that sanitized. And there's a number of, of, Products on the yeah, home. no, absolutely.
1: In sanitizing, Chris, that's a great point to bring up. It, it's a great idea for, you know, health and, and, and peace of mind. Um, you know, a lot of questions we get, oh, you know, what do I have to use? Or do you guys sell anything? And, and that answer is no. Uh, you know, we don't offer anything specific. We have a, a few, I believe, application products, but you know, just to list some of the common ones, Chris, that we've seen. You know, DSG, Sterifab, Vital Oxide, We're not necessarily ones better than the other. Uh, those are some very common ones uh, that a lot of our our clients and customers use. And
0: right, I think it. I think it matters um, what you're comfortable yep. using and and what you're using it for. I think they're all great products. Um, I know I'm partial mm-hmm. to a few, um, just based on their yep. characteristics. Um, but you know, in a different scenario, or how you're used to using it, is really what's you know yep. what works for you. You want to? I had a great I had a great conversation um, actually over the weekend. Um, I was out ice fishing and talking to a buddy of mine who uh, who's in the a janitorial uh, field, and he he uses a lot of these products. And you know, it's funny he he latched onto a product that he loves because of the certain yep. characteristics. And I think that's that's what it's all really about what are you used to using and and you know there's a lot of things you got to pay attention to when it comes to the sanitizing it's like yep. dwell times you how gotta follow the label um, no
1: doubt. i was going to say make sure whatever you're saying or marketing or, or explaining to the customer follows along you know it, it corresponds directly with that kind of product that you're using and you, and you gotta follow that label
0: yeah i mean you know stevens we we actually as a company looked into some of the um, disinfectants and sanitizers on the market to see what you know it was out there and if we should be recommending yep. something and uh you know we I learned a lot in that whole process and I also one of the things I think that was uh, really funny was that homeowners using a lot of these different products over the counter just they yep. don't use them properly they don't they're not reading the label and they're not using them properly it's just but they feel good about using them so it's amazing once you start reading some of the labels and how they should be used is um you know, that that's what you should be following for the most effectiveness. And, and I think the important part of, of this is like the DSVs, the Sterifabs, the vital oxides, whatever you're using is when you yep. is that dwell time, you know. So if you're you're applying it, I know some folks use foggers yeah. and
1: backpackers, so far, sprayers, is, is all that, that stuff. Dwell
0: time. Yeah, it's got to be wet long enough for that dwell time for 10 minutes. But so if you're fogging and it's drying up in three minutes and it's supposed to be 10, yep. it's not working. So we gotta make sure that, that we're following that label. So whatever product you have, make sure you're reading those labels and you're using it properly, um, in order for it to work yep. the way you want it.
1: To Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's different ways of doing it. We said backpack or the backpack fog. Um, you know, just a can sprayer, like a regular B and G sprayer, or uh, whatever brands are out there. You know, those are the different things that you can use, and the, and the tips on them you know, you got to make sure that whatever tip you're using, that it atomizes that product and keeps it wet for that period yep. of time too. So uh, a lot of different things. I learned a lot from, from getting into that whole, uh, you know, investigating that field and there's a lot to it and it's, uh, you know, it's very interesting, but um, yeah, there's, there's really as long, whatever you're comfortable with, that's, that's what you can use. But I, I do recommend, I think we both do is recommend using something to uh, to sanitize that attic prior to yeah uh, no absolutely so that that
1: definitely a, a vital step so to speak so well let's uh yeah. let's move on to the next Excellent. portion uh we got lucky again we had we had two more questions come in um and so
0: Beautiful. yeah Good. absolutely so
1: chris the first one i will ask you uh, this came from carlos out in california and he said he wants to know if there is a machine that both vacuums out insulation and blows it back in a two in one so to speak
0: <laughs> yeah i've gotten that question before and uh, not yet yeah <laughs> not absolutely. yet absolutely cool, wouldn't it i mean be able to take that and just one machine that you could just flip the switch on the vacuum flip it the other way and put it all back in oh that'd be great but unfortunately
1: yeah no i have those yet.
0: Um, I don't know of anybody working on one, but it, yeah, uh, the, uh, the high
1: powered yeah. vacuums are designed for removal and the insulation blowing machines are designed to condition and blow in, you know, that product. And I, <laughs> funny story, I have had a couple of, yeah. you know, and I'm not going to name the names of the company, but they were saying, oh yeah, you know, you can take this vacuum and, uh, put it right in the front and it'll blow it out, shred it up through the hose and you can blow it right in the attic. <laughs> that is absolutely yeah. not, not true. <laughs> not it, not you know? a good idea. Does <laughs> not do.
0: Well I mean there there is equipment out there I guess to to answer his question and now that I think about it a little bit more there is equipment like these truck mounted uh, pieces of equipment I mean these yeah, are some of the PTO systems they have re- they have recycle yeah. hoppers on them where they're doing a damp spray application and they recycle it back through but it's not meant to be one yeah. that's meant to blend <clears> new material with uh, with recycle so it's really not the same thing. And I think what Carlos is thinking of is just one machine that you bring to the job site that can be, you know, used as one or the other. So I don't I Yeah, don't know it's, that I think
1: traditionally answer. speaking, that um, answer is a hard no.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's has uh, got so
1: let's move on to the second question here. Uh We'll see Brian up in Ohio. He said, Do you have to remove all insulation in a restoration? Or can you just do the bad areas?
0: Yeah, that's a a good question. Um, You know, I kind of answer that a couple ways. And I've, you know, working with a lot of uh, pest control companies who have done this for a while, uh, you know, have done this. It's A lot of times if if you're trying to make the sale, I think, and um, the homeowner just can't afford to do the entire thing, but, you know, there's one area that's bad. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly work that into your pricing to say, well, I'm just going to remove, you know, half the attic because that's yep. where the activity is. Uh, and then go ahead and, and just cap the other side and bring up the yep. the restoration side. You could certainly do that. However, I, you know, a lot of the companies I mentioned that do this long time also put in there that, Hey, you know, if it's happening over here, even though it's worse over there, it doesn't mean it's not exactly. I was going to
1: say to me, this kind of comes down a lot to the salesman being a professional here and you know, I'm a, I've always been a big fan and proponent of giving the homeowner options. So just like you said, but if they neglect to do a good inspection on the other side of the attic, and let's say they, they just want to target where it's nasty, you could be missing some stuff, you know? So you, you've got to be aware of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's always best to, you know, I think the answer here is that it it's best to do the entire yeah, attic Yeah, I agree. Doing a restoration. How, however, if it means you know the homeowner wants to do something can't do the whole thing then yeah you can do it that way you can spot yeah. do it there's no doubt um but it doesn't uh yep. it doesn't mean it's the best thing okay so i yep. guess that's that's kind of the answer there so hey good questions we're getting uh, quite a bit i'm glad everybody is is coming into this and and uh and uh, throwing some questions our way, we'll we'll send out Carlos and Brian a, another tap uh, swag pack, and uh, those are already on their way to you guys. And um, anybody else who has uh, questions, please send them to us. We'd love to answer your questions on the podcast. The email is podcast at tapinsulation dot com. So just send that over to us, and we'll be happy to send you out a gift pack and answer your questions. So hey, we're going to move on to the next part of our our. Uh, our show here, Stevens, and that is heard in the field. Again, these are real life stories uh, that we've heard from folks like you, and that have sent stuff in, or or we've experienced ourselves. And I think you got one uh, that kind of fits with, uh, with the. Uh, remote oh yeah, no, fits
1: fits, fits super it. good. Um, and this was kind of early on uh, in in my career. But we had a, a PMP company; they had a you know a restoration job scheduled for the attic, and so. You know, they, they've prepped everything, they've gotten out there, they're starting to do the job, and, uh, you know, the guy on the end of the hose is, is, is very in tune to what he's doing. You know, he's up there, you know, removal, doing a good job. Well, the guy, you know, down at the the bottom where the vacuum is um, just is, is not paying attention. You know, he's on his phone or he's, you know, maybe not even around the area. Don't really know what happened, but, <clears throat> you know, the next thing we know is, uh, you know, that vacuum bag, is is can fill up pretty quickly, and it had gotten so full it it blew off the the end of the the exit hose there, and you know he he was completely <laughs> just neglecting the job site, not doing what he was supposed to do, and the next thing we know is there was a six inch you know attic capping over the front lawn of old insulation. <laughs> yeah, not not oh, good. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. You got to pay attention. That's, I mean, I mentioned that in there, That's a, it's a key aspect of that job being down there. It's not, uh, you know, I'm going to sit back and let that guy do all the work while I soak up some sun or, or, you know, yep. crush just because, yeah, just
1: because you may uh, <laughs> have won rock, paper, scissors to not be in the attic that day or vacuuming out, you know, you still have a huge responsibility. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. So, I mean, hopefully that guy, uh,
1: yeah, no I had to had to revack the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh good. So hey, that, that's a great story. Hey, we we are looking for your stories, folks. Um, one thing we're we're getting questions, but we're not getting a ton of stories, so we'd love to have your stories. Um, you know, uh, send us what you have. We'd love to, you know, we'll we'll hide the innocent, so to speak. We won't give your name if you don't want. Uh, just let us know. Uh, and We just love to yeah. kind of pass these along. They're a lot of fun. So again, at podcast at tapinsulation.com. Just give us a, a shout and give us some stories. You can even tell us to give you a call then you can tell us, right. If you don't want to write it out. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, just well. to add one more comment in um, there guys,
1: if, if you come across any cool photos too, that are, you know, whether it's good or bad, um, we'd, we'd love to have those too. So feel free to send those in to the same email address.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, Hey, this is going to wrap up our pod, uh, our, our part three, which is, uh, you know, the back out and sanitizing. Now um, we're not going to get into um, talk about blowing in a, in a, in a part, you know, in the next yep. series in this one for like a part four, because we did go over that in our yep. attic capping, which was part three. So if you guys want to kind of go back, you can go back to attic capping uh, part three of four uh, in our previous series. That's going to tell you how to do all of the install. It's going to be exactly the same. Uh, because of applying the material inside the material, whether it's an attic or inside the attic, whether it's a, a capping or it's a uh, restoration it's still it's, uh, it's yep, be same the same principles process so you can yeah you can go back and listen to that one if you like Other than yeah that was- this podcast is over the show is over. we're gonna start up uh, some more. Specialty topics coming in the future. We have some great guests that we're uh, talking to you to bring onto the show. So
1: yep, that'll be good. We got a lot of neat people from the industry to uh, to interview and get some good feedback and conversation with them. So I think uh, the listeners will enjoy that.
0: Yeah. So that's going to do it for now. We'll we will see you. Next All right, time see you, folks, that. and remember, be keep well. those feet
1: on the joist.